Okay, we go to Luke chapter 8, verse 4. This is a parable that is reported in the three synoptic gospels. We read some bit of it um, the other day. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture, and some fell up among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he has said these things, he cried, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then his disciples asked him, saying, what does this parable mean? He said, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, who believe for a while and in time of temptation, fall away. Now, the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, they go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word, with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. The parable of the sower is a mirror. Um, you know, the Bible describes the word of God generally as a mirror, but this one is a more specific mirror for every individual to look, okay, and meditate and then ask the vital question of these four categories, which soil do I represent? Because our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, um, the, 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 generally this parable has been known as the parable of the sower, but you see in the modern translations, they're calling it the parable of the soils, which is actually more appropriate, you know, because this is not about the soil, it's about the soil. Now, we need to carefully analyze each soil so that we will be able to say to ourselves, which soil do I really belong to? Okay, we start um, with those that fell by the wayside. Okay, who are these represented by these uh, 
category. It's like um, taking a friend, you know, say to a, 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 a Christian meeting to introduce them to the gospel. And then maybe you went to a dinner in Sheraton and they came out and said, wow, the preacher's shirt was really something. I, I don't think I've seen any shirt that white. <laughs> or, or, all the food was poor tonight. You know? In other words, they hear the word, but they're concerned with irrelevances. That's the one that the Bible said the devil comes and takes the word away from their heart. All the spiritual things that were discussed in that meeting, none of them touched them. In fact, they were concerned with uh, ephemerals, things that are of no consequence, not even in time, not to talk about in eternity. And you see these people all the time, okay? They come to a service, all they're interested is in the, the wristwatch of the man, the, the type of shoe he's wearing, and they go on um, uh, criticizing him that um, his, um, his diction wasn't okay, his uh, gestures were too extravagant, you know, just, just complete, complete irrelevances, complete irrelevances, you know, and you see these people all the time. And it's okay, okay, so now, what did they say there? Well, I wasn't really interested because, I mean, they kept going on and on. So, uh, uh, somebody came to our church once and, and, and um, was telling me about the song that we sang, you know. Um, I have seen, seen the downfall of Satan. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I have seen, seen the downfall of Satan. Glory be to God. Amen. When I look on my front, I see Jesus has conquered when I look. I'm sure you know the song. Yes. Yes. And then he, and then the lady kept going on and on. That the man was just dancing. He said, my front will do this way. My back will do this way. You know. <laughs> you know. So, so of everything that happened in that service, that's the only thing you saw there. You know. And that the preacher kept singing that song endlessly. You know. <laughs> so this is the sort of thing that uh, represents the seed that fell. Nothing of substance, nothing mm. of spiritual significance. None. They didn't see any of that. It, half of what they said, they, no, they were just seeing all these other things. That's how you know when the devil is taking the word away from somebody. Right. You know. Yet, in that same meeting, people gave their lives to Christ. In that same meeting, people were broken down, you know, and began to seek their God. But the other fellow just didn't see any of that. That's how you know that the devil has taken away. Some of them will go there and they say, ah, that man, he said nobody should be drinking alcohol. Joe, bring me my beer. That, <laughs> of everything they said there, it's only that beer that uh, mattered to them. <laughs> Those are the people that you know that the that seed that fell by the wayside. They never hear the truth of the gospel. They never pay any attention to anything of spiritual significance. Only irrelevances. 
that they are preoccupied with. Okay. So now we go to the next soil. Those that fell on rock. And the Bible says here that they did germinate. They did look promising. Yeah. But they have no depth. Yeah. How do we know? Jesus explained what that depth meant. He said, if there is the slightest inconvenience, yeah. the slightest uh, 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 persecution, the slightest interference with their normal routine, they're offended. It reminds me of the story of a young lady that gave her life to Christ and she was attending fellowship. So some group of ladies went to meet her. You know, I know one of them because she told us the story. So they went to meet her to say, now that you have given your life to Christ, you cannot continue to, to live with this sugar daddy. And the lady was like, what's up there for me? Nobody, nobody told me such a thing. You know, they just told me to give their life to Christ. So the, 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 the thought of going out to fend for herself, the thought of, you know, there, there's no way she could do that. So she, she just stopped coming. The slightest inconvenience, the slightest demand for righteousness and holiness, they're offended. They're offended. They say, ah, they, nobody told me such a thing. If they told me such a thing, how, what will I be doing here? You know? But you know, I, I, I use this story because I preached a message in Foursquare some years ago. And the lady came and met me after service. She said to me, doctor, that thing you said about sugar daddy, I have decided that mm. even if I and my three children will sleep under the bridge, mm. you know, I will not do it again. Mm. So she told me that after that, the man came back, the man came again, she told the man that I am now born again. And the man said, my money is also born again. Okay. So she told me that story. And I said to her, what, what can you do for yourself? She said um, she was um, a, a tailor and that she needed to buy some machines. And of course, I contacted a few brethren and we Funded her, bought her all those machines, and oh. set her up to fend for herself. And that's what we call vote for righteousness. Oh. After everywhere you go, you must vote for righteousness. Oh. When you see people struggling to do the right thing, support them so that they don't fall back into sin. So, so, so you know, the, the, the slightest inconvenience, the slightest persecution, the slightest, and anything that will. Uh, 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 move them from their comfort zone. Nishemo, ah. not doing it. Please, cannot uh, uh, suffer like this. No. Now, 
we go to the third group. Matthew explained it well, because he says in that explanation that our Lord Jesus Christ gave on the third soil that fell among thorns. You see, Matthew chapter 13, he says, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches choke the world, okay? They choke the world. They choke the world, okay? The parable of the sower. Let's go to the third group. The case says 22. Now, he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world. Verse 22. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke, choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. That is it. You know, now, everybody, everybody will have to uh, fend for their lives food and clothing, shelter. But what our Lord Jesus Christ is saying here is that if you get so engrossed in this, now no time for God, no time for prayer, no time for witnessing, you know, all the gifts and talents are left idle because you're chasing uh, 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 riches. Then you see, after you have acquired all these riches, that's not what they're going to judge you in heaven mm. for. No. It is, it is. Go to, go to Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Go to uh, uh, um, Proverbs 11, verse 30. No, Daniel, Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. That's what they're going to be looking for. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of... Okay, go back to verse 1. Let, let, us, let us take it from verse 1. At that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of the people. There shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that time, and at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. Then the next verse. Push it up. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Then verse 3, those who are wise, they shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness, they will shine like the stars forever and ever. So that is it. Witnessing, helping people live godly lives. Pushing them, encouraging them, sponsoring them, whatever needs to be done to live godly on this earth. They say they will shine like the stars forever and ever. Go to Proverbs uh, 11.30. You say, those that are wise, don't forget it. Those that are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Okay, Proverbs 11.30, what does that say? Eleven thirty. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is what wise. Wise. 
Okay, they say the wise, they will shine like light in the firmaments. And who are the wise? They say, he who wins souls is wise. So, you know, those are the things that will matter in eternity. And so, through some devilish deception, you know, they put all their emphasis on the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches. There's nothing wrong. You know, no, yeah, nobody said you shouldn't care for your family. Nobody said you shouldn't work hard to provide for your family. The Bible says in First Thessalonians, if a man does not care for his family, he is worse than an infidel. Okay, so, so uh, 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 all of that is there, but not to the total exclusion of serving God, you know. So this is the problem. I remember I told a young man, I told a young man this story so many years ago in the 70s. <laughs> he chuckled and said to me, I know where I have fallen. He's inside these thorns. <laughs> <laughs> But you see, what is important about, about it is that he, he could analyze himself, mm. you know, and say, ah, this is where I have fallen. And that's a, a very hopeful sign that anybody that does that will make changes. Sure. And then finally, those that fell on good ground. And depending on ability, I know, and you know what we say about ability, that grace can extend ability, a capacity beyond ability. Mm. Okay, so even though you, you may be so uh, limited, but when you come to Christ, through the anointing, through the, through the grace of God, you find yourself doing more than you, you are, than you ever believe possible for you. And that's why some bring 30-fold, 60-fold. Luke didn't say that, but Matthew said that. Okay, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. And so, and so, it also creates a platform for ambition that I want to be among the fruitful, mm -hmm. the 25% fruitful. And I want to be in that 25%, the people, the third that produced a hundredfold, 30-fold. See, I tell people, I say, how can you have ambitions in life and you have spiritual ambitions? You know, how can a man be ambitious only in the things of the world? And he's not yeah. ambitious in the things of God. That, that is a, 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 a serious deficiency. May God help us. Amen. Amen. Amen.